And we're here. Hello, hello. This is The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. I thought you might just jump no, on that. No, I thought you were going to do I know, because last time I pop it open right away, but now I'm going to do it. There nice. we go. There we go. Oh, I, was, yeah. I never know when the perfect time to do it is. Well, you were holding it up to the microphone, and so I was waiting. You were waiting your cue. You know, I would never want to interrupt. Like a good uh, <laughs> improv actor. <laughs> it's so been a while. It has been a little, more than a week. Yes. Uh, and that's just the way it is, so don't that's bother complaining. That's the way it is. Uh, we've been busy because we both have jobs. Ugh. I'm and so glad so, to have a GD job. I can't even tell you. Well, you should tell us. I'm just happy about it. Yeah. I'm so happy I to be working. I saw your cubicle last night. Did you see it? Yeah, I've got your little mismatch you game postcard You can tell which one's mine. Yeah, and... I've decorated up a little bit. I expected there to be a burlesque poster. I just like saw it today. Did you see it? Like a countdown. I need to do that. But it Did wasn't. you see the burlesque poster today? It was released. No, I have not. Yeah, it's kind of a cool poster. Of course it is. And um, oh, What's the tagline? A legend meets a... Oh, She's boy. the legend and Christina something else. Asshole. <laughs> legend meets an asshole. And when they got together, it was murder. An ale- a legend meets a Chilean <laughs> bitch. Is she from Chile? What are, where was her father from? Not Argentina. Ecuador. That's uh, what it is. Ecuador. Yeah. A legend so, meets an Ecuadorian cunt. So were you, you were in the office last night. So oh. this is Emmy, the day after Emmys. And- it is Monday after the Emmy Awards and uh, the day of... The triumphant return of the fashion police to the E! Network. They haven't done one in quite some time. They haven't? When was the last time they did one? Well, like, probably the Grammys. Okay. You know. Yeah, um, but they've done one. Yeah, I think. But I don't know if, I don't think they had Joan for them. So I think it's Joan Rivers' return to the fashion police. I don't really know. The point is, uh, there was a lot on the line today because it was the first one, and then the weekly ones start uh, we actually tape a week from today, Monday, Labor Day, but it won't air until Friday the 10th. And they'll be every Friday night at 1030 following the soup. Um, and so it was there was a lot of pressure today. And, and uh, you know, the show, it's a one hour show that gets put together b- between 8 p.m. Sunday night and 8 a.m. Monday. Oh, morning. it's an hour. I thought it was a half hour. Yeah, no, it's an hour. Holy smoke. And so, you know, it's just a lot. Um, but it was great. It went went. Real well. My family, it aired at 7 o'clock a lot of places. Like right. Phoenix got it at 7. So okay. I already talked to my family, and they all really enjoyed it. I thought it was like a B. I thought it was like, for a first show, it was fine. Um, but my family really enjoyed it a lot. And, and Well, yeah. I got there. I wasn't involved in the writing of it. Um, but I got there, I don't know, what they were doing the last, I don't know, few segments. Uh-huh. And... I like the cast seemed to have good chemistry. They looked good. Oh, I have and such a crush on the guy, George. He's sweet. He was nice. Is, he oh, stood there and talked to God, us. God, he is just Did you talk adorable. to him a lot longer? He is just the cutest, sweet. He's just adorable. He's just really, really nice. I believe he has a boyfriend. Right. Um, he likes your eyelashes. He's 41. Really? He looks great. Oh, I love that about him. Yeah. Um, and he did well? Yeah, I think he was kind of an untried. Quantity. Yeah, and so I thought good. my understanding was that they were only committing him for like three episodes to sort of try it out. Yeah, um, but I think he really hit a home run today. And I was telling him during the commercial breaks when Joan lays you out, that's when you're at your most adorable. So don't feel like oh god, I need to like resist that. Like yes. go with it collapse and stuff. It's fun when Joan makes all three of them just fall out yeah. of their chairs. The problem is he has to go next after Joan. Right. So he's trying to compose himself, but I'm like, no, enjoy that moment of you being slayed, you yeah. know, by Joan. Because then when you say, give your fashion critique, we have so much more goodwill for you if you're yeah. saying something maybe not that nice. Right. Because we know you're a sweetheart. We just saw you laughing and being. Yeah. You know I mean? And it's, so, be, it's more natural and it's believable and it's human and it's charming. It's been, a, it's a fascinating process though, because from a network standpoint you know they don't care they're not interested in fashion they're not interested in like they want to just show footage of the youngest hippest sexiest people that were there and they really are not that concerned with what's being said about them yeah whereas joan wants to show the footage of the people that we have the best jokes for right and those are two very opposite desires and Starting at, you know, 11 o'clock last night, you know, Joan sent me 
to go and you know argue on her behalf with the executive producer who is also is hearing from the network you know joan really wants this person in no the network doesn't the network doesn't care about he doesn't care about susan sarandon she's too old you know she's too old and she looked good there's no point we like they didn't want betty white and Joan was like, no, she's everywhere right now. She's super hot. She's so hot fun, right now. And we have a fun joke about her that's not super mean. But yes. Like, she's part of the zeitgeist. They're yes. crazy. No, E absolutely did not want to mention Betty White. That's not E. That's not, you know. And you know, she's not our audience. They love to just say things aren't their audience. And, you know, these people. Well, most old people aren't their audience. But Betty White is having a moment. Is not most old people. Yes, exactly. she's the one that had the campaign on Saturday Night Live and was the highest rated whatever so but it's been it's really interesting to you know and one of the things about e you know i'm not i'm not qualified to have the job that i have and when i got when we got there today joan says to everyone okay um everything goes through tony today nothing gets changed in the script without it going through tony first so tony's going to be my eyes and my ears Wow. Because I had been with her since 5.30 this morning. Right. I went to her hotel, her hotel at 5.30 this morning, and she answered the door in uh, the hotel bathrobe, black high heels, wet hair out of the shower, and no makeup. Zero. Skin. It was like one of those bodies in motion mummy exhibits. Body? Oh. Oh, it was my like, God. I mean, it really – she was bearing all – Wow. And, and she was like, hello, darling. Good morning. Get some she coffee. She clearly like, adores I, you. I love her. And, um, but yeah, so we, and we just, while they were putting her face and hair, you know, together, she, um, we just went through, you know, line by line. And she says exactly what she wants in the, in the teleprompter. Cause sometimes she wants a whole sentence and sometimes she just wants like keywords. Right. And you know, she's got her system. And then she decided not to wear her contact lenses, which made, the teleprompter kind of useless since she couldn't really see it. So she was kind of just going on memory. Wow. You know, and she's 77 she, and she's, she did she's great sorry. on memory. If I, but yeah. So a lot of the jokes are like pretty much what the joke is, but not right. exactly. But like she, if she doesn't get it all the way there, she'll just make a face and, and it, it's hilarious. Right. And everyone dies and it's, that's good enough. Like it's so she's, she really knows. She really has an amazing sense of, oh, I fucked that up. Yeah. So I better go yeah, make a face yeah. or, you know, call somebody retard or go. To... Like, she knows how to, like, I've got to put yeah. go the extra mile to fucking land this one because I kind of biffed it a little up front. So what kind of jokes were you writing? Because I only saw the end, like jokes about the specific people. Like, yeah, it was, you know, January jokes... Jones or whatever. Or... Right. Yeah. Um, all of that. And then also the intros and outros to commercial. Right. Um, you know, and again, this is my, my, the thing that I would like to change about the show. And this is all E and style network. And really most shows on television is I don't think we need to have the host spend a minute saying, hi, welcome back. Now here's what we're going to do next. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about what we're going to do next for 50 seconds and then I'm going to do what we're going to do next. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell me what you're going to do. Because when you start doing it, yeah. then I'm going to know what you're going to do. So that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, this is not... It was overwritten. The But that's the way... That's the format. That's right. the same way on The Dish. That's the same way on, like, they want to tease everything. They're so afraid that you're going to... You know, all TV networks are this way. Yeah. It's all about don't let anyone change the channel. And right. tell them what's coming next. But then, you know, there's not a lot of surprises in that when yeah. you give away. But, but anyway. Um, now, what was it like watching the Emmys over there? So, yeah. So I, I uh, flew back from Phoenix, Arizona early to go to Joan's house. And, um, you know, we've been, I've, you know, I've worked with her four or five times now. And, you know, we really, I have this very, very affectionate thing going. And did I tell you about how she was in the makeup chair and she said, come here. And I said, Oh, what, what do you need? And she just took my hand and she just started rubbing the top of my hand. And then she closed her eyes and let them continue doing her makeup. She didn't want to say anything. She just, she wanted, just wanted to hold my hand for a minute. Aww. She just likes to hold hands. She's like the cuddliest. I love like, it. Grandmother. I'm serious. I guarantee you there's hard candy in her purse for sure. And like Aspergum. She's like, she is in the limo scene in that documentary with her nephew or her grandson. Yeah. 
And so I get to her house and they had all been there for about an hour. And um, she said, here he is, everybody. Here's Tony. And they're like, oh, you're Tony. Ooh. And she had saved the seat next to her. She wouldn't let anyone sit there. Wow. The seat next to her was for me. I love and that. She, cause she's like, yeah, I just want to hear everything you say because I think you're so fun. Like, she's just very, very loving today. So today I get there at 530 and we are leaving the elevator and it's me, the hair guy, the makeup lady, and Joan. The four of us get out of the elevator, 7.30 in the morning, into the empty lobby of this beautiful hotel in Santa Monica. And she goes, ugh, there's that smell again. And I think she doesn't like it. But she continues, it's just gorgeous. I I love this smell. And so she says loudly to the receptionist, honey, why does this lobby always smell so good? I love the smell. And she goes, well, there are candles that we have custom made here at the hotel. And she goes, are they for sale? And the woman says, yes. And then Joan turns to me and says, Tony, you'd like a scented candle, wouldn't you? You should have one. We should get you a candle. You know what? Let's all get a candle. You know what? We'd like four candles and just charge them to my room. And Aww. I go, well, that's really nice. And she goes, make it five. I should get one for Missy. And so she gets, she bought us all scented candles. We should have one next time. this morning. We should have one next time at the for the comedy couch because yeah. we do burn a candle. Yeah, there's a this. there's a candle going it's, right now. It's but, right. It's as, as key to the presentation as the as the diet coke. But you guys don't see it. But yeah, she just bought a candle. Like that's so sweet. And so then we are in the lobby, and her town car arrives. And now I've driven there because I didn't stay at the hotel, right? right? So I've driven over. So I say, okay, you guys, you know, get to E. I'm gonna drive, you know, my car. I'll see you at E in like 20 minutes. And she goes, okay, goodbye. And I turn around and I take two steps and she goes, Tony. And I freeze like she's angry. And I look back and she goes, you're not really going to leave without kissing me goodbye. And I think she's maybe doing a bit because, you know, she does a lot of bits. Right. So I kind of wait for a second. And then I see the makeup girl and the hair guy are looking at me like, you need to come and fucking kiss this old lady. And so I walk back and I kiss her on one cheek. She turns her head. I kiss her on the second cheek. And she goes, I mean, come on. You never know. Oh. Isn't that hilarious? So sweet. No, but 7.30 in the morning, and she's like, you never know. Well, this could be it. And I don't know who she thought was going to die. Well, her? you never know. Like, I thought you mean. I thought the... she meant you never know we could have something. We could be a couple. Oh, no. She means like, look, I could die, die at any second. I, I, could die, or I could die crossing the 405. You, you know, you could get hit between here and E, and yeah. I never see you again. Like, um, I don't know who she thought of us was running the risk of being dead. Right. You know, but it was just hilarious that she was like, you're not really going to leave without kissing me. Oh. I mean, come on, you never know. And so then I kiss the hair guy and then I kiss the makeup girl and then I get in the car and I get to E. So I think we need to. She's delightful. Okay. Well, God, I'm talking so much about How do you wanna... me and Joe. Where... This is um, last Thursday. Uh, I get this voicemail from Joan Rivers. Now, I told in a previous podcast when we shot the promos how she asked if there was any of my stand-up on YouTube. And I said, oh, I've got DVDs in the trunk. And she wanted two DVDs. And I was like, she's never going to watch a DVD. Well, Thursday afternoon of last week, this is the voicemail that Joan Rivers left on my voicemail. Tony, Johnny, it's Joan Rivers, and this is my assistant. This is Jocelyn, Tony. How are you? I was just telling how wonderful you were, and I put your tape on your tape. You DVD, all the stupid thing. Put it on for her, and you're just adorable and wonderful. Tell her what you said. Great. I say we want you back on the road. Joan so, says you're not doing your act anymore, and I say it's time to bring it back. So maybe if you want to, we'll talk about this. If you ever want to open with me in a couple of places on weekends, it might be fun to try and see how the Midwest or an Indian casino will greet you. <laughs> Absolutely. With the big heads rest. We heard that. So it goes How the, on. Midwest or the Indian casino will treat you. How does it? Yeah. What happens to more? I was riveted. Then well, okay. Well, well, I heard. See. I've heard it once, but I don't no, know if really I. Really funny, Tony. But, really great. Anyway, I love you. I can't wait for this weekend. Get ready to be mean and evil and bitchy and funny and terrific. And I'll see you on Sunday. But I just want nobody ever calls me and says we just watch your DVD. And a perfect stranger with no uh, agenda said. You're absolutely wonderful. So there you go. And I think you're in Phoenix right now, so enjoy Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> My number in New York is 212 So isn't that just... Wow. We and almost then... had to go 555-555-555 and protect the number. And then at the end she goes, okay, see you Sunday, honey bunny. Oh, like honey bunny. That's like her cutie patootie. It's like, I just... And this... Jocelyn sounds like a nice, normal, cool lady yeah. who was in that movie, do, too. Do you, do you heard Joan say, I love you? 
Yes. She like, loves you. I'm telling you, Dennis, I'm nudging Melissa the fuck out. I am. Right. It's going to be a common law marriage. Right. I, this is my plan. I start opening for her. You're going to be. It's like going to be Martha then, Ray. And then Mark I'm Harris. opening. Then I open. I open for her for a while. Then I'm invited to Thanksgiving. Right. Then we start spending all the holidays. Then we uh, vacation. We do some maybe some cruises. Right. Where we both wear a lot of gauzy, loose fitting materials right. with scarves. Yeah. She don't uh, care how and big, big you are. And big hats. No, she loves me for me. And uh, and we, a lot of floppy hats. She doesn't you know, care wanna, if you eat. No, she loves it when I eat. And then um, and then uh, then she eventually passes away, and it turns out she's left everything in the will to me. And then Melissa and I are in a really ugly, vicious court battle for years. And anything short of that, I will now consider a colossal failure. A letdown. I will feel like I have done something terribly wrong if I can't make that happen. Well, I think Um, you should be able to. So, yeah. So, Joan Rivers is changing my life, and it's very, very sweet. I think it's fantastic. So, there you go. And And you're making her look good. You're giving her great lines and great material. Her manager is Larry Thompson. Right, who I think I met briefly today. Who was there today. Now, he's in the documentary. And, you know, he's the husband of Linda Bloodworth. Thompson. Oh, okay. Designing women. These are hit TV show people, but right. he's also the manager. I'm pretty sure that's the husband and wife. And uh, he walked over today during the taping and goes, I just want to shake the hand of this boy that I keep hearing about. You, I know you're Tony, and I just want to introduce myself. And I said, well, you don't need to introduce yourself, sir. I know exactly who you are. And he's like, well, you know, when Joan keeps talking so much about some, so highly about someone, I need to meet him. And, and I said, well, she's been really good to me. And he goes, look, anyone that can keep Joan happy is okay in my book. And I said, well, she's made it very easy. She's been a lot of fun. And her offering to have me open for her is, you know, really, really exciting and very generous. And he goes, you know, when Joan calls me and tells me to make something happen, I get on the phone and I start making it happen. So don't worry. It's going to happen. Wow. And then he walked away. That was it. Like, it was this That's really amazing. nice. So if you open for her, how long would your set be? I have no idea. I know nothing. Wow. I really don't know. Does she have opening acts a lot? Or is I it don't know. Of- I know she's doing the Venetian in Vegas the right. last two weekends of September. Um, so I know there would be an opener for that. And I'm sure it's already booked because that's, you know, a right. month out. Um, but she says she's got these California dates coming up on weekends and – Let's go do oh, it. Fun. And so, I don't know. But so, yeah, so that's really Well, all. if it's somewhere close, we all have to come and see it. Absolutely. And so, you know, so that's so exciting. But yeah, so now how are you liking the staff? I like everyone. Everyone's everyone, very nice. It's yeah. not been too intense yet. I'm kind of by myself. And a lot of my, I, you know, when, when I first met on it, the way they described the job as kind of like there's not a ton of writing, but it's like coming up with ideas and concepts and clever right. things to call things and and I feel like I'm I've done a good job at bringing that stuff oh, like good. a lot of the ideas the things that I've come up with are things that are are in contention for being in the show depending on if Joan likes it and all this other stuff oh so yeah all the all the really fun exciting stuff that's really good. my were mine that's so I feel so like exciting. I'm doing what they I'm filling what I was meant to be doing and I like everyone, so yeah, it I seems like, like a really nice group of yeah, people. Yeah, so far so good. So, you know, and it's a job, and uh, and you've already fun. gotten a paycheck. Gotten a paycheck. It's, I'm surprised how much really they happened. take out of it. Oh, it's shit, a brick, frightening. Man. I but, know this government uh, of ours. I know, but um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll wait to see what sh- ideas go in, and talk- we won't talk about that until. It Look, happens, they'll but, all go in eventually. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, um, but I'm telling you, life changed today because that they were so the executives were so happy with today i felt that like it makes, was really lively and fun. oh and kelly week. osborne is on it and i didn't get to meet her but watching her walk around and move mm-hmm. around i just kind of liked her she seemed like a yeah girl. i was she kind of enchanted me a little i kind of she just seemed like a cool girl i went over and i just said look i don't want to overstep at all right but you're not an idiot. You can see that Joan has six people buzzing around her, whispering things in her ear all day. Um, if you ever feel like you have, you know, some a zinger that you want to land on someone, but it it, it sounds it feels clunky the way you're saying it, you can always just grab me and, you know, and and right. I might you, you know I might be able to you know, but please don't feel like I'm only here you know to help Joan and like so yeah. you know that's I'm I'm available. And she was like, oh, oh, 
That is so kind of you. You really don't have to do that. And it's really sweet that you would come over here and tell me that. And I go, no, I'm just, it's not, I mean. Yeah, I love her voice too. I didn't realize she was that British. But like really sort of upper class British and nice. I thought they grew up in Beverly Hills. I don't know where. Yeah, but you know. Um, And she looked great. And I just liked her vibe. Well, I have a story. Oh, shit. Okay. And this is a good story. Okay, good. It's about Joan seeing her for the first time this morning. So right. this happened at about seven forty. They had not met. Surely they had been at things together. And I know yeah. Joan is very fond of Sharon Osborne. Right. But I don't know that she's not really met, or maybe they've met but never really talked. Anyway, so it's seven forty this morning, and they're both there. And I mean, Kelly looks gorgeous. She's very thin. Blonde, like ringlets, big, big fat yeah, curls. Yeah, kind of Marilyn sort of Monroe, ambition-y. kind of blousy. Yeah. Um, and just looks really, really great and, and lovely. Kind of like and that so freshly fucked Angie Dickinson hair. Joan says, oh, Kelly, there you are, my darling. Oh, I'm so glad. This is going to be so much fun. And I just, oh, and look at you. Look at you. You're so thin. Oh, my God, I hate you. You are so skinny. And you know what? Good for you. Good for you. But really, I mean, you lost... Like a ton of weight, like a lot, but good. It looks great on you. And you know what? You don't look like one of those fat people that got skinny but still looks like a fat person. You look like one of those skinny people that always should have been skinny and never should have been fat in the first place. Good for you. And I'm standing standing there going, okay, that's like three different insults in there. How is Kelly's face? She's being polite and British and and she. I mean, look. It's you know what? In clear. a way, it's a compliment. It's exact- I know exactly what Joan means. Joan meant it as true. a compliment only. It right. was not at all no. being Kenty. And that's how Kelly received it. But, you know, when you're the person standing next to the person yeah. saying no, that, you have a great to- view. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. She literally just said, you look like a skinny person who always should have been skinny and never should have been fat in the first place. That is genius. I know exactly what she means, though. Yes. No one's ever articulated that way but yeah it's so that was really truly truly hilarious yeah um so, but here's the kind of bosses they are i got so we were done and out of there by noon because e-news has yeah. come in and tape and you know so it's a hard out blah 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 um i get a call at five o'clock this afternoon hello tony it's joan rivers okay you don't need to tell me who you are like i right. recognize your voice now right we've talked enough on the phone and she goes, I'm calling for three reasons. Number one, I love you. Number two, you're hilarious. Number three, Melissa thinks you're brilliant, but what the hell does she know? And so I just want to tell you, you were great today and you're a star. And I'm just, I'm just so grateful that I have you. And we're going to, I'm going to talk to you every day. So goodbye. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> and that was oh, the whole call. But it was lovely. like, she's a very busy 77 year old woman. And it was like, I feel like she went down the list. And called the people. She's that, gracious, gracious, gracious. Yes. Like, she really is. There was, uh, I noticed there was a $5 bill. There were two different $5 bills with notes in two different parts of the hotel room today. And she's not checking out. So, I think she's tipping the maid $5 a day. And I think maybe the room service person $5 a day on top of whatever they're already getting. And this is a fancy hotel. Yeah. Like, w- with a note. There's a handwritten note to with both of these $5 bills sitting on the bed and the other one was on the room service. Like, I just, she's just kind of amazing. Yeah, I love it. Because it's so nice to see somebody who's been famous for a long time, who seems to be nicer. Yeah. Who's, got, who's gotten, become a better person through all the fame and all of when this When we stuff. went and we did that drag pageant and she had been shooting for like 14 hours that day for the reality yeah. show. And she was so exhausted, she could barely even say jokes at the end of it. But when we got out and we were walking into the car in the parking lot, there were all of these young gay guys. And I mean like 19, 20, like they were too yeah. young to get in the bar, I guess, that wanted pictures with her. And she sat there and one got, took a picture with her and said, I just wish you were my mom. And she goes, she goes, oh, honey, I'm sure your mother loves you very much. And, and he goes, no, she won't talk to me anymore, you know, anymore. I'm assuming because he had come out and she goes, you know what? 
a mother always loves her child. Don't worry. It's a little change. Just, just hang on. Just hang on. Don't worry. And then she sends her and she's talking to all of these people. And her assistant, Sabrina, is like, get her in the limo. Get her in the car. We have to get her in the car because she will stand here all night talking to these people. We have to get her. So we finally are trying to like nudge and block people. We get her in the limo. She rolls the window down and spent another half an hour sitting there with the car idling with the window down. She would not let the driver pull out until she had had everyone had had enough time. Like it was really sweet. I love that. So yeah. So that's I just, great. Nice stories about a famous person. I love it. Oh, let's talk about our couch potato commercial. Oh yes, we it's had fantastic. I know there was all these edits in it. Um, some listeners made a couch potato commercial on YouTube. Talking yams, and then there's I a know. guest bread loaf. I, you're, I'm the thinner potato. Which Just I, like in life. I don't know. Um, but uh, how can people see it? They can go to the Comedy Couch YouTube potatoes. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. I know it's on Facebook. Right. I believe it's probably posted on both of our Facebook pages. pages I think On so. our wall. Is wall, it? Maybe? If, it, if it's not, it will be soon when they hear this because they're um, on it. But it's so nice to have a commercial. And yeah. there's all these kind of funny edits things that they found i'm just so edited. impressed that anyone can i mean yeah i do you, i mean ser seriously still 10 percent of the time our tivo gets the wrong show i know and like so you know the fact that someone could make a commercial is pretty remarkable remarkable yes um what did you think of the emmys proper did you end up watching them or just the red carpet we did and i really thought that they were great and i my really my only real complaint was that I thought the montage, the montages for each category, like comedy and the year in reality, yeah. I felt like those were all three times too long. Yeah. I mean, like three times too long. Like, not we need to trim 30 seconds, like we need to cut them in half and then maybe in half again. Yeah. But that's kind of a minor quibble. It was speedy. It yeah, was it efficient. felt like it went fast. But yet you didn't feel like people were being rushed. The comedy stuff, they kind of like gave it enough time to breathe. Like, they kind of like, I feel like Jimmy Fallon did a fantastic job. Yeah, I love the Ricky opening. Gervais stole it. Yeah, he's the best. And Jimmy Fallon, after a certain point when he showed up with the guitar, it's like Madonna at her concert with the guitar. It's like, enough with the fucking guitar. Thanks for that third chord. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like Madonna's guitar recital. It was like, oh, not another one of those things. But, but they were short and they were cute. Fine. Like Juliana Margulies. Like... I don't yeah. know why... She won't be fun like that more often. Because you know she's fun. She's fun. We've been in the same room with her and heard yes. her tell dirty jokes. She's yes. fun. But she just always seems so serious. Yeah. And But like her singing that song with him yeah. was like, ugh. And I liked the way it looked. I thought it was modern and it was away from that Pasadena Civic Auditorium yeah. old people thing. It was a it was little kinda... too video gamey for me. Yeah. But I, knew, I saw what they were doing. But it I was – Get it. It kind of was – it felt – Fresher and younger. I laughed so hard when they introduced the accountants yeah, and said what their life dreams were, yeah. their goals, and their shattered dreams are yeah. our gain. That made me laugh so yeah. hard. I liked the first half. The first half hour was gay as gay as gay. Mm -hmm. Like Modern Family and Jane Lynch, and it was super gay. And now you know Jane Lynch was wearing Ali Rahimi. Was I thought she might have been. Ali Rahimi, and yeah. he is a really nice guy who's here in L.A., an, an L.A. designer, and we know him because he was the first designer that would give Kathy dresses. Right. And and he was Kathy really, Griffin, really generous. Kathy Griffin, not Kathy from the comic strip. Yes. Although he probably would have given Kathy from the comic strip a dress, too. And she he gave a, Kathy so this flat. beautiful black, very Sarah Jessica Parker-esque yes. dress. And it was sort of the first time that Kathy was not on the worst dress list. And it really kind of turned things around. And... That was always very nice, and so I've known him a little bit yeah. since then. And he, I, I'm on the list of people that he texts the night of every award show and saying, I dress so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, and so, okay. and so. so when he said, I dress Jane Lynch, it was right after she won. And I said, oh, my God, I'm writing for Joan for Fashion Police, and it's going to be one of the contenders for Best Dressed of the Night. Not only does Joan love it, it's going to be up for Best Dressed of the whole thing. And then he wrote back, oh, my God, I Joan Rivers is the only – show I've ever stood in line 
for I stood in line for so many hours to get a ticket in Aww. such and such year, and I love her so much. And Joan told me to text back, kiss, kiss, kiss. I want a free dress. And he was like, I would dress her anytime. And so we're texting back and forth. And so she's going to go in and get You're making maybe... dreams happen. Well, Joan, I mean, you know. Right. But, but that's so, cool. yeah, so he's a really, really nice. And I love that Access Hollywood gave him, gave Jane List their overall best dress, the Age Nation. The age that's a that's great and it says and I also Ali Rahimi like, in big letters on the screen so good for him. I also like that Jane kind of pulled off the gown thing because a lot of lesbians don't like to go that way or but I, without you, know, you didn't feel like she was in a girl costume. No, either. you didn't feel she like she looked really she looked comfortable, comfortable and beautiful and and but was yeah. there with her girlfriend it was kind of cool. My joke yeah. that Joan used in Fashion Police was she was the best looking gay guy there. <laughs> and that, there was a lot of competition for that but she really looked great <laughs> do you ever pitch something out that she goes no I can't well or is she up for anything I wrote this thing for her today where I want her to hate Betty White yeah because everyone loves Betty White, so I want her I'm to ready hate for it. that backlash to start. Right. I and think I it'll want be Joan funny. to start it. So I want Joan, and so it's too dirty for Fashion Police, but she says she's going to use it on stage. Okay. But it's basically, I'm Joan Rivers, and she's basically like, what's the fucking deal with Betty White? Like, all she is is old. <laughs> like, we, there are a lot of us that are old. Like, how come she gets every fucking job? I can do everything Betty White can do, and I can do it without shit in my pants. <laughs> That's really funny, right? And then here's the button. And by the way, while we're at it, fuck Cloris Leachman too. <laughs> and Joan loves it. She's like, oh, I can't wait to do that. So like, no, she should. It's smart for her to do anything. that. To, yeah. it's smart for her to throw herself in with that mix, totally. and it's part of the time. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. So um, she's really yeah. And she, you know, she was open to jokes about, like, I didn't know if we could joke about plastic surgery, but we have the joke in there that now let's talk about the young stars, young Hollywood. These girls are so young, they're still using their original faces. Yeah. And, like, she's great. Like, yeah. she's not, she doesn't really shy away from. Yeah, that's good. Now, did any, I wrote a few little things when they sent the script. Did the, the Mariah thing was in there at the end. Uh, it, it's changed. It's changed, but, but the, 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 there's the gist still of it. Yeah, a yeah. reference yeah, to yeah, Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah, and um, Lisa said there were a couple that they might use, but yeah, I think the only reason your jokes lived, okay, straight through to the end of the week. Then after the first segment, we were two and a half minutes long, so they were like, cut, cut, <laughs> and cut, they cut, were cut. frantically cutting stuff. So yeah. like, they cut all the men of Glee, yeah, out of the Glee montage. Okay, um. So that had then killed a great Madonna joke yeah, because there were no men. Right. You know, but so the, things like that. Okay. So jokes got lost. I, when I went in that control room, there were so many people. It was like. It's like they're landing the space shuttle. Because <laughs> normally but, with but things like that, But way more tense. Just, yeah. It's like more is on the line. That, right? Yeah. And they, they ran over and they were like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. Just have them go. Just put it in the prompter and have them go. Oh, and they're yelling, we're, we're just going to, we're cutting Cory Monteith. We're cutting Cory Monteith. <laughs> like, w like with a knife, like in the throat. Like what? Why are you yelling? Yeah, because Ryan's coming in at noon. Ryan's got to be in at noon. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and when I walked out, I saw Ryan walking down the side, the thing. It's my first E Ryan sighting. He had a sweater on and he's short and cute. And right. But you got nothing to say about it. Like he's perfectly pleasant, but he doesn't engage. He doesn't he had usually, somebody who was on a thing, yeah. and there was somebody there. He always has an assistant with him that cock blocks. Yeah. What's <laughs> funny is when you get in the elevator with him and the assistant, and the assistant pushes the button. Even if Ryan's like not on the phone and has both hands free, Yeah. Ryan just stands there, and the assistant pushes four. You know, like what? He's not pushing elevator buttons. Yeah. He's not. He has someone for that. I was watching the Emmys last night, and there were, people are so... They're all a little full of themselves. Like, it's not the first time everyone... Like said, Ted Danson? ...said that at about an award show. But everyone's amazing, and everyone's brilliant, and yeah. incredible, and... I know, it sounds like us on the TV Guide channel. <laughs> talking about how brilliant the... Uh, oh, those talking babies are brilliant. Because... I wish they would have had Isaiah Mustafa in there. Um, what else did I think about the awards? I love that Kate Goslin joke about how they all hate her. But then she ended up in the number at the end. Yeah. Like, I love that they went to that place of, like, we hate her. I had a great Kate Gosselin joke that got cut, but I yeah. pitched it for the dish, so it still might air. Okay, cool. But my joke was, Kate Gosselin was only there 
uh, to play the bitch in the opening number. By the way, someone should probably tell her she can stop now. (laughs) (laughs) And we're cut. It's okay. We're done. Scene's over. Yeah. And there was a great Kristen Wiig joke that got cut today. And it wasn't my joke. The hairy shoulders? Kristen Wiig had this black and white, very loose, gauzy print with these big, fuzzy shoulders. And the joke was, "Uh, Kristen, we cut that sketch. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Isn't that a good joke? It's a really good joke. (laughs) It is. So there were, yeah, Joan brings in like these five other New York comedy writers. Right. For the big awards, the hour-long award shows. And you go to her house, and she has like a major spread. I'm this talking was like on Sunday. This, is this on was Sunday. yesterday yeah, for the okay. award show. It's like nine kinds of cheese, and then there's the fruit, and then there's the figs, and then there's a full bar, and there's every kind of soda, and then there's potatoes, and then there's pasta, and then there's cold vegetables, and there's hot vegetables, and then there was this entree, and there was and like, this is at her house, at Melissa's house. Melissa's house, okay. yeah. And and there's like the housekeeper that's constantly trying to get you more food and can I refill your plate and can I, yeah super nice, and then Joan and Melissa just sit there, and you know, they want everyone just to yell stuff out and they have a producer from the show there who's like a court reporter just clickety click everything it? Was that it gets somebody said, I work with? Okay. everything that gets said, this girl writes and this girl was, has been doing this for years okay. with Joan and this girl can type so fucking fast and she can hear four faggots yell out four different lines right and get them all correct sentence fragments like it's and then she like she didn't even misspell the word tchotchke yeah like when you see it at the end of the night like she's impressive good um yeah so that was you know fun and intimidating but fun and and um but so on the weekly show it's you and me that's it. Yeah, I awesome. don't think. That, I mean, I think those. Well, there's people, not tons of material. Those so. guys will be like emailing uh, her jokes in during the week the and stuff, yeah. right. but they're not going to be around. So the cool. point is, Dennis, we're going to be ruling the school. Well, we're I hope cool so. I now. I like a lot of the ideas that we've been coming up with, and by we I mean me. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're cool. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know what I don't have anything that's as good as that shit. Let's talk about your wiener in your hole. My wiener in my hole. Yeah, what's going on dating? What's oh, happening with? I'm not. Um, I've been. I've. I've seen this guy a few times, but I don't feel like this is gonna sound horrible. This is gonna sound dumb. I am not that into the idea of being with somebody right now. Like when I, because I'm starting to feel like myself again, yeah. and I'm working, and I'm excited, and I'm like, I when I daydream, I don't daydream about a guy or I wish I could meet or sure. this guy I've I've had some dates with. I think about. But if you did dream about a daydream about a guy, he'd be black, wouldn't he? He might be. Yeah. I. I you know what show I want to watch is Undercovers. Mm-hmm. Who is that guy? Those are two of the most beautiful people. Who is that guy that got ever dipped in chocolate? Ever? Who is it? I don't know. They they they're beautiful. So yeah. I I was I might see about that. But I I just want to I want to date me. And I want to hang out oh, with my Jesus. friends and like I don't know I'm not yeah. into like that whole thing. That I much. I was with you until I want to date me. No, that was... um, have you ever been like that where you felt like I don't want to date anyone or I'm not that I don't think no. about it as much because I I never feel been incomplete. Um, no, I mean yeah I I mean sure. this could pass tomorrow but right now I'm like mm, not that into it. Yeah. Um, I because here's the thing you know it's been. Wow, since the Big A sketch show, a year and change. And even before that, I could see like stuff going out. So it's been a, a road. But um, I have a file on my computer called The Reboot. So I'm calling this The Great Reboot of 2010. Okay. Where I just have little things that I've, well, I need to get new glasses or new contacts. Uh-huh. And, like little things that I can do if I, you know, as I, if I right. have income or just things I want. I need to update my website. And like I'm, I. So don't wait. For the insurance, necessarily, for the glasses thing. Yeah. Because our e-insurance, the optical, is, like, really minimal. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm so just going to – I've never had I optical insurance. I wouldn't think yeah, it's I, worth waiting the full six months no, for. No, but I mean, okay. like, I will have money to buy them. Right. Or, and so I have a it's, – it's the great reboot of 2010. And uh, I'm all about the great reboot. And here is a symbol of it. Um 
you remember the story of when it was Brett's birthday and we went to brunch at the Grove and we saw um, Hot Tub Time Machine and it was your bullshit is my sh- bullshit and I was crying and I was yes. a wreck and he wouldn't take the gift certificate Yes, because I bought it for him for his birthday and he knew I, whatever. So Thursday night after work, I we went we met at that same restaurant, Brett and I, and I bought him dinner. Uh huh. And it was like a symbol of uh, I made it through the wilderness. And then we kind of then we went into a store and tried on the same pants. Let's try on these pants. Wow. I know. I neither of us bought them, but it was like cutesy matchy sure girl time and but it was so different you than, were a montage we were a mon fucking taj and um he's gonna get a tattoo and i might well you've gotten you've done it I twice have two. how many times have you well gone really in for it? three because i had you the, had the one and then you had tattoo it that I added fire yeah. around it right then i later had the whole thing redone because it was fading right so that's one, two, three, and then Matea's. For really, I've been tattooed four times. How long but did it take to tattoos. do the Matea one? A long time. Yeah. But it's all straight lines yeah. on my arms, so that makes it very difficult. Um, Any kind of picture is much easier. Never regretted it, did you? Did no. you ever regret it? Ever? No, never. Because I kind of want to get one. And uh, What are you thinking of getting and where on your body? I, I like When I see them on people, I like them on inside the arm. Yeah. I like that for some reason. Yeah. Um, I hear that's one of the most painful spots. It is. Um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to get, but I have... Um, Brett's going to get one right here. And uh-huh. we were gonna, he was going to go right away but and do it. But don't say here because it's the right it's oh, podcast. It's, uh, on it's his the inside of his forearm. forearm yeah. And um, I... Did you see that? You saw that tattoo of Kira from Xanadu on somebody's leg that... Yes, we I sent it around. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you commented or sent no, it. No, I got it and yeah. sent it around to the people going, this tattoo is Kira, 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 I know. Kira, Kira. It's, it, it's amazing. And I'm like, I know 20 guys that would be like, is that, that could be me. Well, the funniest thing is Tom Ford, our friend, posted it on his Facebook. Right. And then our, another friend of our, Alonzo's, was like, oh my God, did you just get that tattoo on your leg? I know. He thought it was, because real. It, it was possible. In a weak moment, I think there's, sure. I know half my phone list could do it um so no i'm I'm not sure what i want to get when i was a kid i was obsessed with windmills when they would when you would drive down the road not like um dutch ones Mm -hmm. but like the one lone windmill in the um yeah thing so i've been looking at pictures of that but i wouldn't want the base i would just want something circular Mm -hmm. um and then when i was in uh my what I'm calling my freelance freefall era okay. of the your bullshit is my bullshit. Yeah, that whole uh, am I having you know what's a nervous break? Oh, there's no such thing as a nervous breakdown. Could have fooled me. Uh, era, there was a passage in Eat, Pray, Love that um, that like jumped out at me. It was just a turn of phrase called the futility of worry, meaning mm-hmm. it's futile to worry. I mean, it's natural to do it, but it's fu- it doesn't do anybody any good. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down on a piece of paper late at night when I was anxious and not sleeping and not having a good time. I you wrote, were worrying. I was worrying. Yeah, that's what you were doing. I wrote down, don't worry, just love. Meaning, no, no, you're not having no, it. Go no, with me, Tony. I'm not. I know what I meant is just whatever I'm not you're even doing going with the windmill, frankly. <laughs> but this, I don't, don't know what I'm gonna do. Don't worry, no, be but happy I wouldn't. No, it's not, not, it's not be happy. It is, but don't worry, just love is don't worry, is, be happy. It's not going well. It's at not least being I'm not, it's not cursive. fisting rings. It's not fisting you rings. You should be so lucky <laughs> is to have somebody ask you if those are fisting rings, my That's friend. Because that, that makes you feel compliment. like a fucking stud. Oh, God. Uh, you say, no, they're not, says, but they could be. Says the fat potato. If you, <laughs> are those fisting rings? Not yet, but they could be if you play your cards wow. right. So anyway, I would get something like that uh, maybe in another language. Because I think it, it is a little corny. But I will tell you that I've thought of that at, in numerous – if I had a mantra in my life. Yeah, but that's different than having it written on your body. I think it's okay to have things – In your head? That mean things that you carry in your wallet or that you have inscribed on the underside of your right. watch. That you know it's there and every time you look at the watch you remember, oh, yeah. You know. Right. Uh, but – 
I think if you have to put something in another language because it's kind of snicker worthy in English, I don't I don't well, think it's the, not snicker worthy to everyone. Oh, it is. No, it's it is. snicker worthy to you. Well, because I don't know how much Joan Rivers is have to gonna love you <laughs> to make you not so dead inside. But uh, uh-huh. and to- it's gonna take more than just a scented candle. <laughs> I can promise you that. Okay, but I will. I don't know. So those are the ideas I'm and entertaining. It's a work in progress. Candle, it's in her hotel room right yeah. now. I don't even actually have it in my possession. Ding dong. This is a hypothetical. Tony, I candle. forgot to give you your scented candle. <laughs> I hope you don't mind if I just drop by. Yeah. Were you asleep? Where the fuck do you live? Are, <laughs> are we you, in Pomona? Are you normally asleep at 2 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, you better not be watching Chelsea lately. Um, oh, God. So, anyway, that is that the great reboot. Um, I saw some movies. I saw I the feel Switch like you should, and if the you're gonna have it written, story. You should have it written in the Diet Coke font. That's not a bad idea. I, no, it's not a bad idea. I'm not kidding. Because I've been in the exploring Diet Coke fonts. Font, if you did cursive, cursive, and then a bold, like, yeah. futility of, and then big worry. I wouldn't put that. I would put... Um, but not... No, in Italian. Don't worry. Uh, pref- I wrote it down. It what doesn't, it is. It doesn't matter if it's in Italian. That doesn't yeah. make it... No. I want something to symbolize... <laughs> then that's a symbol. That's a symbol, that's then. Not a sentence. coming through... I made it through the rain. Yeah, then you know what? A cloud that's cut in half, or a cloud with a circle and a line through it. Um, a rain boot... You know what? The, the very idea the that you don't like it. A rainbow, perhaps. says that I'm on the right track. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, but I do like the Diet Coke font, because that is... Yeah. But is it the Coke font or the Diet font? Because there both. are two different fonts. No, but it's or the, both. It's the idea of doing something in small cursive and then a big print in those fonts. So, yeah. That is just a couple of words. Would, I mean... That, see, you brought it home to... The fucking... That, that's running through your veins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I saw um, the the Tillman story, the Pat Tillman documentary. Yeah. I just want to share one observation about it. Okay. Lots of Arizona stuff in it, by the way. Mm. And he was a stud. Yes, he was. He was so hot and charismatic. Once again, the government fucked us. They totally They're did. They're taking half your paycheck, and they fucked you. And it was a very well-done documentary. And then, like, two-thirds of the way through, they, they're kind of talking about the mom's great, and there's the congressional uh hearings and they're talking about you know the cover-up and how it goes all the way to the top and there's a yeah. shot of like this military chain of command and it goes up and oh there's rumsfeld oh there's cheney yeah. oh there's bush guess who's coming guess who's coming and it was like watching a james bond movie where it's like oh there's that villain the bald guy like he bush has become a, it's never gonna it's stop. a franchise. Never gonna stop. A film franchise character yeah. of the bad asshole. Like yeah. I've seen enough of these docs to go. It's hacky now. <laughs> Literally, you see it's Bush. Like, oh, you it's see, him again. But you see actual footage of Bush, and you're like, ugh, that hack. Yeah. Johnny One Note. He's literally like, always the dumb idiot villain. He's Chucky now. Yes, he's turned into Chucky in he these is, documentaries. He's Jason. He's it's Jason. Like behind the hockey mask. You don't even know what he really looks like. <laughs> no, but it's like it's yes. that feeling of watching that the film and going, machete. "I've seen this film before for sure." Yeah. So that's that. That was my observation. What about fucking that retard Temple Graydon <laughs> that went winning on for everything. everything and then. Wearing her fucking yodely Grand Ole Opry. Oh, you don't want to, you don't even know how bad Joan wanted to fucking crucify her on the fashion police. And E was not having it. Like that was a hard absolutely not. Uh, but she kept standing up and that seemed to go on that section seemed to I go on. I even had forever. a joke about Tracy Morgan yeah. um having to park everybody's cars. Yeah. And it was just like we can't. Yeah. They're so afraid. E is so afraid of anything racial. Yeah. Which brings me to another story. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about that story. Oh, come on. No, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Well, then it doesn't bring it's me to another story. too close to my heart. No. It's too weird. All right. All right. Um, what was I going to say about Temple Grandin? Oh, I want to do a survey of the things that people have had on their TiVo the longest Ugh. that they've never watched. You asshole. Why? Yeah, 
Because you've got two hours of Temple Graydon on there that you'll never watch. <laughs> I started watching it once. Still. When I was in my freelance freefall thing, and then I did finally fall asleep. Yeah. That helped, actually. It helped it me did. to sleep when I couldn't sleep. Oh, why? Because she was your there butt for the day? She was my there butt for the day. Yeah. She told me not to worry. But, um, Don't worry. <laughs> she doesn't even... Anyways, well, what do you, what do you think shows. are those shows that are that are on? T- I think like that. I think when the levees broke, we had that for a couple of years. I think people have twenty fours from like the second yeah. season. I'm curious, what are those things? That's a good thing for them to write in about. What are the things on your TiVo that have been there forever that you mean to watch mm-hmm. and you don't watch? Because I I would love to do a na- nationwide poll, and I I guarantee you Temple Grandin would be up There's there. There's probably a lot of people probably have like a whole season of Project Runway yeah. or Top Model from like when they yeah. did the. Before the finale, yeah. and I didn't. I missed that whole season, so I TV'd it. Yeah. And now it's like eight hours of my memory is being eaten up. But you know, it was Temple Graydon's birthday. Oh, was it? Yeah, she got a good birthday present. And so my my joke was, "This is the nicest party anyone's ever thrown for me." Does she even talk like that? In my stories, she does, <laughs> and then she yodels. I just can't. She did look like kind of like a Katie Lang, early Katie Lang. Ooh, early. Um, yeah. What, so, please. Um, I also want to know what show would you download into your head like you've watched it all, but you don't want to actually watch? Mine would be Friday Night Lights. Like I want to have watched you it. You want to be in on it. I, I think I would love I think I would have loved it. Breaking Bad. Yeah. I've never seen an episode, but I know I would love it. I know I'd be super into it. Or The Wire. Yeah. Boy, I fucking missed The Wire. Even I Oz. tried that. I've never seen Oz. I tried to do The Wire on the, the Netflix. I want to see Oz. Yeah. Yeah. People still talk about that butt fucking. I know. And I, I think I don't think it was like Queer as Folk. It wasn't like they butt fucked twice an episode. Yeah. I think it was like there was probably one butt fucking scene in the like eleven episode. years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Sharon Glass, yeah. I'm sure she came in and Strap made a joke about it. Um so and your adorable Matt was out here again and I oh, like him. He is such a special creature. And you know, but he lives in Boston and he's not gonna move to Los Angeles as much as I would like to you know, make it happen with my positive attitude. Um, I'll but put it on my dream board if you want. He's a delicious, lovely person. I like and him. Maybe some. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, God, he's a. Now, do you talk a lot? Or we, how yes, do you... we were texting uh, just about an hour and a half ago. Nice. So, so yeah, it's very very sweet. No plans and... when you're gonna see him again yet. No, but he's been out here twice, so I, I do know. feel like it's my turn next. Yes. Uh, well, so. I like him very much. He is. He is a delight. All right. Well, I think that's a lot. That was a lot of. That's a lot stories of stuff and talking. All right. So we definitely want to hear from you. You can email yeah. us at thecomedycouch at gmail You can also find Dennis on his Facebook, and you can find me on my Facebook or at tonytripoli You can find Dennis at dennishensley That's true. And I, as part of the great reboot, I've updated my website, and there's a menu on the top now. When you click newsletter, you can subscribe to my monthly newsletter that I've been sending out. Do with that. My, my very various yeah. shenanigans. So it's, it's all part of the reboot. Of... It's nice, I think, when you look at your newsletter and you go, I am doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. Yes. It's good. It's all good. And now I'm this next month I'm going to have a, uh, ooh, maybe I'll get It's All Good on my arm. That's almost worse. <laughs> yes, I face. don't think it's worse. I don't think it's worse than, <laughs> you know, eat, pray, <laughs> keep on trucking, or whatever it was that you wanted. Hang but, in there. But in Italian. Friday's almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one on a Kathy going, arg. Yeah. I've oh. got a serious case of the Mondays right over your ass crack. Um, uh, so, right. yeah, that's enough of us. We certainly love you for listening, yes, and we will you. see you next time here all on the right. podcast, The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Bye. Bye.